Isaiah Wong wins ACC Player of the Year. Is that without controversy? Of course not, because it would never be that way here in the ACC. Talk about who maybe could have gotten the title, who needed to win maybe a little bit more. We'll talk about what does the MVP or Player of the Year award even mean. And you got some games coming up. First rounders, who's going to come out on top and maybe eventually upset some big time names in the tournament? We'll talk about it on today's show. You are locked on ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kenton, did you know today is National Oreo Day? And we would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge that even Lemon Oreos couldn't get Carolina in the conversation when it comes to winning the ACC tournament or potentially being in the NCAA tournament. I'm just saying a lot of spice going around. But Duke decided to be extra spicy with their tweet acknowledging National Oreo Day with Filipowski dunking an Oreo and Peter Nance holding a lemon pack of Oreos. That probably didn't help him in his defensive stance, but here we are. All of that to say, there's a lot of craziness already going down in the ACC as we prepare for not only talking through the 2023 season awards, but the ACC tournament. How you feeling already? I mean, that's a very nasty start to this show. And the nastiest part is why are you holding lemon Oreos? Ew. <laughs> In the year of our Lord and Savior, 2023, lemon Oreo. Are you okay? Have you, you ever okay? had lemon Oreos? Yes. They're nasty? Not by choice. I thought that they were just the regular uh, white ones. And then... Vanilla? vanilla? Yeah, the vanilla ones. And the, you know what I was talking about. The Oreos that's not black. I like my Oreos. <laughs> Never mind. We ain't going to go there. Long story short, I like the black Oreos, the originals. Okay? I don't like yeah. these, these derivatives of... Uh, of of Oreos, but sure. yeah, I, again, I'm not mad at the joke. I'm <laughs> mad at the whole limit Oreos. What's going on? A hundred percent. And it seems as if the joke is on North Carolina as they were trying to figure out some of their players didn't get some of the top awards when all was said and done. We're talking about ACC, the 2023 regular season awards. Isaiah Wong out of Miami walked away with the player of the year, as well as other people that we're going to go over on today's show. But obviously we got to start with the main one. Fourth-year junior guard Isaiah Wong was voted Atlantic Coast Conference's ACC Player of the Year, a guy who has been nothing but dominant throughout the season. We talked all season long about how the team ran through him. He is one of 15 elite selections to the Wooden Award National Ballot, and he was a two-time ACC Player of the Week this season, owns 24 double-digit scoring performances, including nine with 20-plus points with three with 25 plus. So a lot of people are saying, huh, he's not the best at everything, but when it mattered, he came in clutch. Thoughts on Wong winning the ACC Player of the Year award? The only statistic, and I had to make sure that I had this information correct here. I had to make sure, sure that I wasn't just talking out the side of my neck. The mm -hmm. only statistic that Isaiah Wong is top 10 in is steals per game. That's it. Points, rebounds, assists, all that. Outside the top 10. I'm sorry, what? 
So if you're going to say, well, he's not a true point guard, he's a combo guard. Okay, well, great. Combo guard score. If you mm-hmm. if you're going to be the combo guard, you need to score. You need to also pass the ball some, but scoring is your main thing. You're not in the top 10 score. Well, he's not a guy that's uh, like Burton from um, Pitt who does a little bit of everything. He doesn't mm-hmm. do it to that level. I don't, I don't get it. And don't get me wrong. I understand that he led a an upstart Miami team that pe- people weren't expecting a ton from this year. I get it. I get yeah. That. yeah. But the MVP is an individual award. Or so, player of the year, rather, is an individual award. A lot like the Heisman and all that. It should not go to, oh, well, you were the best player on the best team, so therefore you get it. No. Who was the player that added the most value to their team? Well, I think we need to start having more transparent, you know, criteria and standards to what we consider to be player of the year. Because as you said, it could be someone who offered the most to their team, despite them having a losing type record. Because hell, LL should have been player of the year. That's the case. But you you got a point. Sure. There's also the conversation around the fact that in the day, if you're winning, more eyes are going to be on you. People are going to be more excited about your program. And then, of course, the stars of that said team. That's certainly what Isaiah Wong was. We cannot take that away from him. But when I look at this list of who could have also been player of the year, it was a 5-3-1 system in terms of points. Tyler Tyree Appleby got 23 points. Isaiah got 30. Armando Baker got 9. And then Hunter Tyson got 4. And it drops down significantly from there. To me... Clearly, hand over hand over fist, it was Isaiah Wong and everybody else, but not because he was the best person in terms of said, said categories, but because his team was winning based on these voting systems. Because how you only give Armando Baycott nine points is crazy considering. Tyree Appleby being second defies the logic of potentially putting Isaiah Wong first. Yeah, Tyree Appleby does have the numbers. He is the guy. <laughs> As you look around and everywhere, he's top five, top 10. In scoring, he's the top scorer in the conference. In terms of assists, I believe he's like five or, or sixth in the conference. Mm-hmm. No, he's number one in the conference in assists as well. It makes sense to have second in steals. It makes sense to have Tyree in that space and in that category. But However. His team ain't winning to the level of Miami's. So what are we yeah. valuing here? Are we valuing Well, you were a part of a winning team? He can't. I'm sorry. But don't we always do that? Even with team sports, we always do whoever's winning gets the ultimate goose when it comes to MVP type of words. I mean, that happens in the NBA too. Who is we? <laughs> Who is we? I mean, you see I'm, it all the time. I'm sorry to tell you, if a player is adding an immense amount of value to a losing team or to a team that doesn't win as much, when people tell me, did LeVar Jackson deserve that Heisman that he won? I said, yeah. And he deserved another one that I was struggling with depression due to the fact that I had to retire. I was forced into retire medically when um, Lamar Jackson came onto the scene. That was the first game I saw that made me think, you know, retirement ain't so bad. Retirement. And I, I watched him play Florida State and I said, you know, <laughs> being double football ain't the worst thing. Just talking about it ain't the worst thing in the world. I am telling you, I don't care if you're not on the best team in the nation. The award for best team in the nation is a national championship. That's mm-hmm. that's your reward. The reward for Miami is the uh, number one seed in the tournament. Or are they the number two seed? I believe they're number one, right? They're number one? Okay, that's your reward. You don't get player of the year just because, like, you were the best player on the best team. Mm-hmm. Appleby was much more uh, influential on his team 
than Wong was to Miami. And that's no disrespect to Isaiah. I, he's he's a really good player. I just don't think that I give him the nod there. And I'll say this. I'm going to do my good deed for the year say something nice about a Tar Heel. Armando Baycott is another guy. Without him, people talk about, well, this UNC team has severely underperformed. Mm-hmm. Take him off that team. Right now, they're talking about, well, they could potentially get an invite to the NIT, and should they accept? Without, no, please don't. God. Without Armando Baycott, the only the only invite they're getting is to the Rammies. Candace, you're a UNC grad. Explain what the Rammies are to the people. It's just the end-of-the-year awards for every university. Yeah, it's the end-of-the-year award for all of the teams at UNC. That's the only invite they would have got if Armando Baycott wasn't on this team, so. So cute. You can't even give a compliment without giving shade. Love to see it. But I think that Baycott got bullied by some of these uh, bigs this year. And I think that's with the eye test why he probably is not MVP. I'm not going to hold y'all. For sure. But did Isaiah Wong look good against all these guards this year? Did some of these guards not give him In comparison? Did some of these guards not give Isaiah Wong everything he wanted and some? But he was more consistent. And I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that he was more consistent. But again, to me, the the MVP or player of the year or whatever the top award is, I'm looking at how did you positively affect your team? It is not about who was the most positive effector on the best team. Who that's Would not. you say Armando's the best defender? No, I wouldn't say he's the best defender. No. Would you say he's the best offensive performer? Um, in the conference or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about player of the year. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. No, absolutely not. Then why the hell? What are you talking about? It's the combination. <laughs> if you ask me, is he the best rebounder in the league? Ask that question. Well, hell, yeah. if you, can, you can get a rebound all day long, but you can't put the ball in the bucket. It don't matter to me. Well, that's you. Because guess what? <laughs> getting a rebound is vitally important. You're you're doing I don't care. If every you're time you a rebound, get a rebound, you're either ending the other team's possession or extending yours. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. Possession is nine-tenths of winning. I am telling you right now, if I am looking at the, these players in this conference and I'm saying who deserves it and who doesn't, I'm sorry. I'm not giving the, the nod to a guard that is not a lockdown defender that also is not putting on a show that's like you can't you got to watch him every time he's on you got to watch he's prime time tv sure but that brings up an even bigger point of was the acc even worth like what was so low about the acc this year that you could make an argument or a case for every single person that probably got a vote in that player of the year conversation we're going to talk more about the 2023 season awards but first if you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories and you got to try built bar what makes built bar so good well for starters they are all covered in 100 real chocolate it's I'm not sure how built does it, but these bars taste like candy bar while maintaining amazing macros, 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. Go to built.com. Sometimes you still can, but if you want to go to Sam's Club or Walmart, they'll be right there for you. Sam's Club has a 13-bar box. Walmart has a four-bar box, so make sure you get your built bars today. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. 
Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Rocking and rolling with Kenton Gibbs here. We're talking through 2023 ACC uh, regular season awards. Isaiah Wong wins ACC Player of the Year. Debatable. Is the ACC just had an off year? There was nobody that really stood out. You can make a case for several people. I don't really think it's fair to say like, oh, there was no player who stood out that much. Therefore, I mean, but it's not about that. It's not about the individual player. It it is about that. Okay. Who do you think is the best basketball player in the country? Who is the player that you watched this year that you like? Hey, he one of them ones. He if he's on the court for your team, he's one of the best players on the court. Who I want to name him, but he plays for Alabama and I can't right now. Okay, so Brandon, <laughs> that's the guy, right? That's the guy that you say he's one of them ones. If he's on your team, you you got a shot, right? This is a you got a chance here, right? Okay. Yeah. So with that being said, did he alone make the SEC one of the best conferences in the nation this year? Like when you look. When you look at him, do you mm-hmm. say, hey, at the end of the day, the SEC ain't got nothing besides, even if they didn't have nothing besides him, they would still be box office primetime. Did it no. I mean, no, Tennessee I was enjoyable. Auburn's been enjoyable. But that's my point. Okay. It's not about, it's not about, well, our player of the year discussion was close. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we had a bad year. If you Texas watch- AM, Mississippi State, I mean, if you, and you're telling me Wake Forest wasn't enjoyable to watch this year? Even during their worst games, they were up and down the court. They because were Tyree Appleby is good, and he was in the conversation to be player of the year. I hear you, but it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, mind-blowing. Because sometimes when he played games without the headband, I didn't know where he went sometimes. You know, that's just the right nature of the beast. And you know what's so interesting? Even with you not knowing where he went sometimes, he still averaged more points and assists than Isaiah Wong. He hmm. did. But at the end of the day, mm. I didn't vote. So all I'm sitting here is just revealing the report. And that, that's just what it is. These people Look, said. I, and I'm not mad at you as if you're a voter. I'm mad at you because you're saying he deserved it and this is a bad year for that. He team. deserved it because he clearly is on the best team. And that's what people like. People like winning and they go, they claim to win. And that's just what it is. I'm for, I didn't say it was a I didn't say it was not a flawed system. Trust me, I played with a lot of gentlemen that probably should not have gotten Division One scholarships, but they did because oh we were God. because we were an amazing team in high school. I get it, I understand that, but I'm talking if we talking individual awards. Mm-hmm. I, yes, team success matters, but again, mm-hmm. it it factors in very low on my list. Like if two players are neck and neck, like they're basically the same player, and one player's team had more success, I'm I might be pushed to go in that direction, but. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say team success is a top factor in that. But you're also a football player who's also a defender who also doesn't like QB wins being a QB stat. So, like, I see the kind of ramification and trajectory of your thinking there. Why are wins not a left tackle stat? I don't understand. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I understand your thinking based on who you are as an individual. And that's okay. Let me let you in on another part of who I am that explains this. Okay. You see the noops on my shirt? That means I'm a member of Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. And we have a saying in Cap Alpha Psi, no diamond shines brighter than another. Okay. Which means that everybody has their role, has their job, has their field of endeavor that is uniquely important 
for whatever it is that they do. So y'all don't have awards? Y'all don't have Captain Man of the Year? Y'all yeah, have New of the Year? We do. We have Laura Reese, which we can give all those things. But guess what? It's based on that individual man's merit. It's based uh... on what he alone did. And guess what? When we have a chapter that performs well, we give out the best chapter in this province in terms of GPA, the best chapter in this province in terms of service, the best alumni chapter in, front, in terms of community service. Okay. We don't give out. We don't say, well, the, the Kappa Man of the Year got to be somebody from this chapter because they the best chapter. That's not how it works. Okay, listen. Agree or disagree with it? Because I, I don't know what to tell you. I ain't vote for him, but Isaiah Wong definitely got his name on that plaque. So here he we go. Sure <laughs> I can't we gotta, let's talk about some other awards. Rookie of the Year, Kyle Filipowski ran away with it with 68 votes. Even Judah Mintz got some seven votes, which Judah definitely had a strong season. If there's any sort of bright spot for Syracuse, that is it. Hopefully they won't have the same coach, though. Kyle Filipowski, have a day. Certainly cemented that against the North Carolina win on Saturday. I think Kyle had a strong year. Arguably, he could go ahead and test the waters. He doesn't have to hire an agent, but I wouldn't be mad at him if he wants to just see what's out there. Baby, don't come back. Okay. Don't come back. Kyle, <laughs> you are a big man with a feathery touch, good footwork, a Not good a feathery rim, touch. A, a good defender around the rim. Don't come back. You're what the NBA looks for. You may be a little slow afoot in terms of lateral quickness. That's fine. You're a big. It's all right. Work on that. Rudy Gobert is supposed to be the best defending big ever or one of the top 10 or so ever and won all those defensive players of the year. And he got worked by Terrence Mann because he's slow. But uh, Filipowski, go into the NBA, baby. Don't come back. Don't come back. All defensive team. Reese Beekman got 63 votes. Jesse Edwards from Syracuse got 56. Leaky Black got 55 at North Carolina. Derek Lively the second was 45 votes. And Kihei Clark was 50 or 26. Excuse me. Reese Beekman probably should have won it last year. Some argue that Leaky should have won it this year. He was very he's very much a lockdown defender. Leaky can't do nothing else. He can defend. And oh, he, he can't do a lot else, but he can defend. So I'm sorry. What team? What what player won the uh, defensive player of the year? Let, Reese let me... Beekman. Okay, Reese Beekman and Reese Beekman, Reese Beekman's team finished where in the ACC? Third. No, the co-champion. Excuse me. They finished as a co-champion. So yeah. is it fair that he got it over Leaky? Yeah. Wow! Wow! See, no, no. no. I have to. I have no. to keep the same merit. Do I not? See, because and you know, in your heart of hearts, because you just opened up talking about how Leaky should have won it. Now, let's be honest now. I mean, let's, North Carolina beat Virginia, so, like, in my head, he was able to lock him down. But that's just me. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, my case is rest in peace. But, Jesse, I mean, Jesse been. Edwards got ahead of Leaky, so it's like, it's all a bunch of, a bunch of crap. But, Leaky, you finna lose our clean rate and mess around. <laughs> Leaky Blacks probably should have been uh, the defensive player of the year. But, honestly, honestly, though, I, I could – Beekman, I get it. I see the argument for Beekman. Yeah. Edwards, I don't see it. I, I'm sorry, I don't see it. I don't <laughs> see that argument because he was He's not asked. Yeah. He was not asked to do as many things defensively as the other two were. He well, again, this goes back to winning and not winning because if Leaky's team had been winning, you're you, you've been here five years. Why is your team not winning it the way they should? If anything, you're regressing and you shouldn't be the defensive man of the year. I'm just trying to say. It's not Leaky's fault. Leaky alone can't. How is it not? But all together, y'all supposed to be one band, one sound. If you can't get your defense and have everybody else, if you can't pour into your brothers to figure out how to defend themselves and they can't get to capitalize on turnovers, then we're just sitting here playing tiddlywinks. What, what movie did one band, one sound come from? Help me out. Drumline. 
What was the movie about? What what role did Nick Cannon play in that movie? He was a drummer. He was a hothead drummer who thought, who thought he could do it all by himself and who thought, I'm the lead drummer. I'm the most important one in the show. And his performance was judged on its own merit. You can't. I'm sorry. Nah, Nick, they put him. They, no, 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 no. He was still on the first team because he was that good, despite the fact that he was a hothead. And eventually he had to learn point. to be a teammate. But you've been here five years. You should have been learned how to be a teammate, Leaky. You've been here five years. You should have been learned how to do something, Armando. He like, I can't reward you for regressing. He can't fix some of the things that happen off the court. That's not Leaky's job. Leaky cannot go and handle all of that. Does, all, handle. I don't think all of that was genuinely off court issue. I genuinely feel like the regression happened from every single person I look at. So there's that's just my opinion. All freshman team: Kyle Filipowski, Judah Mitz, Tyrese Proctor, JJ Starling, Derek Lively, Coach of the Year. Which I'm pissed. Can we just if we want to talk about some debates? <laughs> to Jeff Cable got 57 votes, and Coach Laranega got eight from Miami? You got to be joking me. You got to be joking me. Hey, listen. listen. You got Miami's coach proved that last year wasn't a fluke and came back and was the best team in the ACC. That's disrespectful to me. Hey, listen. You ain't never going to hear me disrespecting the Cable in public. You ain't never going to hear me disrespecting one of them Capels in public, baby. All right. <laughs> Jeff, congratulations, my brother. You got it. You deserve it. No, but seriously, uh, that we you've talked about this on there with other folks. How the coach of the year award is basically the you we thought your team was gonna suck and they didn't suck award. Like that's that's really what the what the award is. And I mean, at the end of the day, we well, you all- give it to Capel for next year because it's like okay, you're not a fluke. You give it to Larinaga because not only was he getting them to the elite eight last year. But he also came back and still can make a great run this season. Come on, dog. For sure. But at the end of the day, when people looked at these rosters and said, who do you think is going to be better? Everybody would have said Miami by a landslide. And it was Miami by a little bit. Miami by a little bit. Mm, <laughs> I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. I'm Most improved, or excuse me, defensive player of the year was Reese Beekman. As we had mentioned, most improved player was Quentin Post who certainly did his thing this season out of Boston College. Sixth man of the year was Nike Sabande with 47 votes. And those were our awards because we want to make sure that we talk about Tuesday's matchups. But I think Nike had a great year. It was a night. I want to say it's Nike because I hope that that's the child's name. Quentin Can Post. We, I want to talk about Post for a second because I don't want to yeah, skip yeah. over it. This is, a drink chance, this is a drink chance moment for me. Everybody clap it up. Clap it up. Boston College win awards for basketball. Everybody clap it up. Clap it up. I mean, <laughs> I talk positive about Boston College all the time. Don't do that. No, I'm not saying that you don't. That's not what I'm saying. It felt it felt like because you that's how you do with me about Duke football. So I want you to cut it out. I'm not saying that you don't. What I'm saying is we need to give congratulations to Boston College basketball for pulling in an award. Again, this is the same team that if you look up what is their most uh what is their their most viral or their most important memory in the last decade or so it would be a gentleman saying i'm gonna miss having lunch with the team like that's it so to to have this moment that's a really big deal that's a really good thing and post played he played some ball this year he played some ball this year 
I think Coach Forbes from Wake Forest and Coach Grant should have been more in the conversation for ACC Coach of the Year, but especially Coach Grant, considering you want to talk about a team that had no expectations to have any a lot of ACC wins and upsetting some of the best teams out of the ACC. Boston College definitely did that. However, I still think Larry Nagy should have won the award. Needless to say, the awards are the awards. You can debate all day long. We It's all biased. What, 10 people probably vote, and it is what it is. Cool. The tournament is here. First round vibes. Let's do it. Because we're talking about teams who, you know, they could have had better seasons. But in moments, in moments, they showed not to be, they're not to be played with. And this is why the ACC can be a crapshoot at times. Georgia Tech and Florida State, they kick things off at 2 o'clock. I want to say it's going to Florida State, but Georgia Tech has looked really good lately. You know, this Florida State team, I think they're finally figuring out some things. Had a, one of the biggest comebacks in NCAA history, ACC history. I think the Florida State takes this game. I, I know that the fighting passners, this, they, they've looked better over over uh, the recent time, but so has Florida State. This is a Florida State yeah. team that's only gotten better and healthier as the, seam, as the season is going on. I got Florida State taking a close one. Yeah, but they got dog walked at their last game by Virginia Tech. Let's be honest. Yeah, they did. They did. Okay. But I mean, that's that is that's to be expected. A bad Virginia, no, a bad Virginia Tech team. That's to be expected when you're looking at a team that, like, while they are not, I didn't say that this was a good Florida State team. <laughs> I didn't say that. Hey, they're getting healthier, which means they've gotten all their horses back in the stable. No, they they're still they lost guys early in the season that were ballers that are not coming back this season. Yeah. So I'm not saying they're good. I'm just saying. I mean, we're looking at first day. You didn't get a single by. These are no. Our teams are not too much to brag about here. Speaking of not too much to brag about, four and twenty-seven Louisville facing off against a fifteen and sixteen Boston College team. Louisville, free L. Ellis, free our dog. Free L. Boston College, Quentin Post, most improved player of the year. Boston College is a team to me that's going to upset some people before they go. They're going to hurt some feelings before they get out of this tournament. I think that's a very interesting take, especially seeing as how if Boston College wins this game, they'll be playing North Carolina. It would suck. Take. I, I don't say it's impossible. I don't. I don't think they have a shot only because of the the next matchup in in terms of the bigs. Like, yes, Armando ain't the best defensively, but he got Pete down there to help him out. They got they got some they got some guys. Make it tough on you. I know they rotation about five and a half players deep, but. Those I think those five and a half are enough. But with that being said, in this first game, Louisville won four games all season, only one uh, ACC game, if I'm correct. One, mm-hmm. the one against Clemson. Uh, Clemson. Okay. Well, uh, I don't think they get another one here. Um, I think that Boston College takes care of. Notre Dame and Virginia Tech. Notre Dame, this is last go for your boy, Mike Bray, and Virginia Tech. They've got some veterans. Hunter Couture, where you at, my dog? Okay. You now never let, know. They, Crazier they, things have happened. They said that Mike Braden went down to the bayou and, and learned how to put some root on them, on them folks in the Notre Dame administration. He said, till you do right by me, everything you think about going to go wrong. With that being said, play for Bray is over. Uh, now that we know that Bray is still going to be coaching, just not in Notre Dame, and he was a uh, retire-fired, like – you know, I got Virginia Tech advancing in the tournament here. 
No doubt about it. So we'll talk about that as well as some Wednesday matchups because Wednesday is going to be real spicy as Wake Forest and Syracuse kick that bad boy off. Anything can go that way. Wake Forest has to win the tournament in order to get into the NCAA. North Carolina plays on Wednesday. They have to win out to get an automatic bid. NC State, they got to do something to get a better seeding. Pitt is not in jeopardy. But you also look at other teams that we have here. Miami's not in jeopardy. Duke doesn't feel like they're in jeopardy. Nor Virginia. Clemson, my friend, has to have a strong showing, if not winning the whole kit and caboodle. So when I say there's a lot of pressure for certain teams, all I'm saying is if you don't make it, please don't make the NIT. Just call it a season, regroup, run it back next year. Why are we disrespecting the NIT? No, I'm not trying to watch this. Some of these teams, see, you you keep trying to make us lose our clean rate. If it ain't the NCAA tournament, what are you what are we doing? Some of these teams. Look forward to the NIT. Would you attend? Would you want NC State to attend the NIT? Absolutely. If they didn't get into the tournament, yeah, go to the to the NIT. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're I'm, used to that, so yeah, no, whatever. But oh, and there we go. There she goes. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You want to learn me something? Go ahead. There are very few teams. I know that everybody likes to talk about how good the ACC is and how we're the pride and, and circuit, the pomp and circumstance of college basketball with all of our blue bloods and all of the things. The reality is there's two to three teams that like have the history that warrants eh, an NIT invite us and we, we might not want to do this. All the rest of y'all, you ain't got enough banners. None of you, none of you have enough banners to turn down an NIT invite. You, ha- you hanging your NIT banner up? Yes. Okay. It, let me tell you something. There are only two teams Two teams in Division One basketball that get to end their season with a win. Two. Mm-hmm. The team that wins the NIT, the team that wins the national championship. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, they lost with their seniors crying mm-hmm. uh, tears of sadness. Mm-hmm. If I'm one of the two teams that walked off of my team crying tears of joy, baby, this is – hey, put the banner up. Put it up right now. Okay, well, we'll certainly see. I just know if you're out of Chapel Hill, please don't accept that invite and go ahead and wrap up and see. I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch any more bad basketball. I'll Mm -hmm. tell you what, if they weren't to accept that NIT invite, that would say a lot about any team that doesn't accept it. It would say a lot. Well, we can talk about that on next week's episode, friend. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Because I don't want them to. I'm going to be mad if I see North Carolina accept that. Oh, you want to put – don't know. No. No, no. All right. right. Well, we got more to talk about here as the ACC tournament is in full swing. But special before we get out of here, we are 52 subs away from 1,000. Talk about it, Peninsula P. If it ain't NCAA, T, we don't want it. Period. Now, wait a minute. How many national championships does Pitt have? Hush, hush your mouth. No disrespect to Pitt. Love me some Pitt. But what? Come on! You really, you really think the Cable Crusaders are after you because you are just so nice to Pitt these days. I am and nice that's to fine. all of the teams. I'm if, nice to all of the teams. If Come you want to hear about rest of the ACC talk, or more importantly, if you want to scheme and figure out where you're going to put your NCAA bets here, because FanDuel has all of that. Then please follow Locked On College Basketball. They are each and every day. You can find them. We're almost to 1,000 subscribers. Please follow the show. If the top four teams, you know, they have Mm -hmm. a way to go, but there's a lot of good basketball left. Our top 
teams that are going to NCAA tournament. We're going to have full-on coverage about that. those bad boys. Selection Sunday is on its way, so you guys don't want to miss it. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, until next time.